hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. I'm excited to hang out with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about building some really good friendships. So I have 10 secrets to building friendships. As we dive in, I just wanted to say I value all of you and I'm so excited that you are listening and that I can just pour out what information, what wisdom I have. So hopefully my words will help you and we'll have a little fun together. So here we go. We all want to definitely feel loved and supported and valued. We know that God has created us to desire relationships and connections. I know one of the hardest things about COVID has been the fact that it has destroyed community. (laughs) Pretty much destroyed community because it's so hard to connect and hang out together especially when it first started and everybody was super segregated in their house and the community of your church and your schools and your friendships all kind of imploded as the world just stopped. So I know that suddenly having that community looked so different and it even looks different now. It's kind of lacking, it's missing, it's definitely changed. I know now as we try to get back on track, things just are not quite the same, but we have all realized, I think, the importance of community and the importance of friendships, of personal and also just communities, the importance of walking with people, seeing people face to face. We as humans definitely long for community and friends. So just in time before Valentine's Day hits, I know in the stores, they're already starting to get ready for uh, the next holiday, which is fast approaching. I wanted to just go through and explore 10 different tips and ways you can start and cultivate and grow relationships. Because I know sometimes it can be a little challenging, maybe a little scary, maybe we feel a little lonely or out of sorts and we don't really want to step into that space. So hopefully today I can encourage you with tips and ways that we can be friends and grow friendships. Number one is to be real. I have found that being truthful and honest is so important and not fake as in like on social media, but just be 
a person who people know is real. And this doesn't mean that you have to share everything, but just to be real and knowing that you're a real person, you struggle with things that everybody else struggles with. You don't just put on a show on Facebook and only show the good side that you show both and that you are authentic and just encouraging. And number two, that you are brave, that you go and take the first step and connecting with other moms or other people that you may, I know sometimes it can be easier to sit on kind of the sidelines with our phone and just hang out or sit in our car while we're waiting for our kids somewhere. But if there's a way that you can step out and connect with other moms, it's so important. And sometimes it'll build really cool friendships. Some of the really great friendships that I have or some that have surprised me are ones where I met somebody through my kids and we just connected and it was really fun and we have enjoyed hanging out enjoyed doing other things so I know that if I hadn't taken those steps to maybe be brave and to go talk to them and have a conversation with somebody I didn't know that friendship would not have grown or started. And so it's so important to be brave. This also, I think, pertains to your neighbors. That's a huge thing of just to be brave and connect with your neighbors, whether that being bringing something over, just connecting with them in really fun neighborly ways. I know we have a lot of neighbors that we are fortunate that we have a whole group that likes each other and connects and likes to hang out and talks to each other online and all those things. And so we know that we can go to a lot of the different neighbors and if we need something or connect with them or if we have questions and it's just such a fun environment. I know that not all neighborhoods are like that, but just getting to know your neighbors can be such a rich blessing, knowing that if you have an emergency, your kids can go somewhere. They know the person down the street to knock on the door, or they know that this house is safe. These people are okay. I think that's really huge. So be brave and go take the first step. Number three, be fun. So this is involved with being brave. Don't be awkward or expect too much from the relationship too soon. Keep your expectations low. So don't just jump into a friendship and expect that you're going to be best buddies for life. But to just have fun and enjoy the other person, enjoy the different qualities that you see come out in that friend or that friendship that's starting to grow and that you just don't place many expectations. Keep it fun. Keep it easy. Keep it simple. Don't feel sad if things don't go the way that you're expecting <laughs> because we all have I think expectations that can grow really big and really large and so just keep them low so that you can just roll with things and just enjoy and have fun and there's not extra stress and anxiety and built-in stress that you may not notice but keep it fun keep it light Number four is to be persistent. Continue pursuing relationships. Pursue time together through texts and voicemail and those things. I know I try to just connect with people who I haven't seen for a while, who we are still really good friends, but maybe they've moved or maybe we haven't gotten together. 
And it's so important and also just really fun to connect with them and know how are they doing? How is life out there? And maybe a different country or in a different state and just to connect is so fun and has been so easy now that we have iPhones and Facebook and all the social media things you can send them messages at 2 a.m. and they can check it whenever they want and so I think just to be persistent to pursue relationships and to pursue people now that isn't to say if somebody constantly closes the door on you or the relationship that you keep pursuing them, but that you use your time and energy wisely. Continue pursuing relationships that are strong ones and have started strong. Number five is to be committed. That this one kind of goes along with that, but that we are all busy and just to stay committed together, grow relationships, grow times together. I think it's so important. The season is super busy. And as I said, we had community just shut down. I think a lot of people are still reeling from that, stepping back, taking a deep breath. <laughs> so I'm just a little wary, give people a little bit of extra grace because they need some extra time. I think all the things that we're kind of putting back on our plate make us super busy and committed and we're starting kind of the hamster wheel and the roller coaster of all the to-do things during the week. So be committed, give them a little grace that we are all a little bit busy and jumping back into what community looks like and it looks a little bit different and maybe you want it to look a little different or maybe they are realizing they need to pull back from some things that they're in. But stay committed to the relationship Stay committed to really trying to build it. Hey, Mama. This episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number six is to be encouraging your words, your deeds, and your actions to love on them. I know a lot of times when somebody is on my mind and I'm thinking about them, whether it was like a dream or a thought or something reminds me of somebody else, I just text them and let them know, hey, I was thinking about you. I hope you're doing great today and having a wonderful day. Is there something I can pray for you about? Or you just came to my mind. I'm wondering if you're doing all right. And God just put you on my heart. How's your day going? Also to just connect with them. I know there's been lots of times I've brought people coffee or hung out or just done something that is super helpful 
And that has been a huge blessing to them. I know one friend, I gave them some coffee and it happened to be, she's a teacher and it happened to be that she had a migraine that same day and she couldn't get out of teaching. Of course, it had started while she was teaching class and she wasn't seeing right. She was kind of seeing an aura as she was teaching. And so the coffee actually, caffeine can help with migraines. I get them all the time, but it can open up the capillaries in your brain and help blood flow. And so this coffee that I brought just for fun, just because I thought she might need some, it just happened to be able to help her migraine go away. And she was able to have a great day teaching. And I was just so encouraged. And I know that wasn't all through me. Clearly, God had his hand on that situation. But it was just through being faithful of small little deeds, bringing people flowers. I know oftentimes when I go to Costco or Trader Joe's, the flowers are so beautiful, especially the tulips that are like multicolored. And so sometimes I just get a batch of flowers and then I think about, okay, God, who needs these? Who is having a really rough time and just needs some flowers for the day to brighten up their day? And so sometimes I go and deliver them with a big bow or sometimes I'll put them in a vase and take them to somebody. So it's just those special people. Those moments where you just take a deep breath and know that somebody just needs a little extra love and encouragement. So as we've talked about, just to recap, number one is to be real. Number two is to be brave. Go first. Number three is be fun. Don't make it awkward. Be fun. Number four is to be persistent. Continue to pursue the relationship. Number five is to be committed on your end. And know that we're all busy and take a deep breath. Number six is to be encouraging. And number seven is to be bold. Now this in being bold is when your friendship is a bit deeper, but sometimes we do need to speak in love and in truth to friends. This can be really difficult. I've had a couple of friends where this has gone the opposite way because the way that they presented it or their meaning behind being bold was negative, not positive. And so you just want to make sure that your motivation and your actions are right with the Lord, that God has put something on your heart that you might need to tell somebody else or that you see something in their life that's just not going well or is not going to end well, shall we say, but to just be bold and to speak truth in love to your friends and speak in very kind, non-judgmental ways of serving and loving rather than pointing them in a certain direction because that's what you feel and you're angry about it. But just check your emotions at the door and be bold in speaking in love. Number eight is to be a friend. I know this one sounds counterintuitive, but we all know that to make a friend, you have to be a friend. So you really want to be Be the friend that you would like to have, meaning no jealousy, no comparison, being supportive and encouraging, 
thinking about your actions and what you are bringing to that friendship, whether you are being the best kind of friend that you would wish you had, or whether there's some tweaks in there that you could fix. Now, this is not saying that we are all perfect. We all definitely make mistakes and we are all sinners. So we come up to the table as we are broken, but we know that if we are in line with God, that we can serve with him and that we can love through him. So hopefully that will help to be a friend, be a friend as what you would want on the other side of the equation. Number nine is to be supportive. So this is more when they need help, when somebody has lost another friend, when a family member is sick, when they're just going through a hard time, you want to be supportive. So do things that would help them do things that would be encouraging. Maybe go bring them something, a meal, talk to them, connect with them and be supportive. And number 10, our last one is to just be forgiving. Friendships are so very tricky. And especially now as we kind of roll back into them, we need to realize that we all make mistakes along the way. We are all sinners. Nobody is perfect. So realize that in the relationships that you are making just to forgive. So in a recap, number one is to be real. Number two, be brave. Number three, be fun. Number four, be persistent. Number five, be committed. Number six, be encouraging. Number seven, be bold. Number eight, be a friend. Number nine, be supportive. And number 10, be forgiving. In this next year, I definitely would love to build more community and deeper friendships, especially for my kids, which is really a whole nother topic. But in talking about adult friendships, girlfriends, I just want to create a warm, welcoming space to share with others, to love and encourage those around me, to really see the people around me, to see friends who are teachers, to see people who I walk around with every day and think about and who are in my heart and my community and not just on my cell phone or my to-do list, but just to look up, look around me as I am and walking through stores to connect with people as I'm thinking about my day. I think one of the most important things is, as I said, when God just puts people on your heart or on your mind, it's just connect with them and see what they need. Because sometimes it's really amazing what God does and how he uses you. So in order to do that, we just have to have margin in our day, like brain space throughout our day to be where there's silence or there's just time to reflect and think, or maybe there's just space that is quiet. And so God has a moment to talk to you and put something on your heart. So I'm wondering which new thing or challenge, maybe it's a goal that you feel that is on your heart this season to build community and friendships. Is there something that is a challenge that you would want to overcome or that you would like to do? 
I would love it if you wanted to come share it in the Facebook group. Like your goal this season is to build some new friendships or maybe to connect with those moms on the soccer field that all talk together and you wish you could be a part of. Maybe it's to go say hi to a different group at school, at your kid's school, to connect with them when they're waiting for their kids. Whatever it might be, I would love to know your goals and what you were thinking about for this next new season. So come on over to the Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom, and share what your goals are. I would love to hear it. Leave a review or subscribe if you can. I love hearing your reviews, being able to read them. They just warm up my heart. And if you want to make sure that you don't miss an episode because they're so fun, then go ahead and subscribe. Hit that little button so that you won't miss a thing. Come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group and hang out. Or right now, we also have a Better Health and Better Me group if you need help in your health journey this year. I know it's hard as moms to stay with it and to be accountable. So if you just need some encouragement, some accountability, I would love to hang out with you in there. I'm a health and wellness coach. I've been a gym group X instructor for over eight years. So I'm hoping that maybe I have some things that I can offer you a tip or trick in helping you with your health journey. But I really just wanted to create a Facebook group that was encouraging, that was helpful, that gave recipes and was able to be a safe zone where nobody felt body shamed and people were encouraged wherever they were at. So come on over and join us. I would love to see you there. Now go and have a busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories, and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me, and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!